Welcome to The Real Moms Playbook, the movement where we elevate your life. Brought to you by our premier sponsor, Earthly Wellness. In season two, we build onward from the intentional transformation to conquer the chaos, live in alignment, and build systems that work. So grab a notebook and let's get going. Welcome back to season two of The Real Moms Playbook. I'm your host, Lisa Autry. Last time we discussed changes and transitions, and now this time you're in for a little bit of tough love with excuses are breaking you. Today is a little bit more off the cuff. I've talked about this topic a lot, so it's going to be a little bit more authentic and raw what you're going to be hearing. As usual, let's thank our amazing sponsor, Earthly Wellness. From deodorant and oils to bath and laundry care, Earthly has everything you could need for holistic care. Make sure you input diaries, that's D-I-A-R-I-E-S at checkout to receive 10% off your order. So life is full of excuses. We are validated left and right by our excuses. I work too much. I don't have time. My kids keep me busy. My hubby isn't around enough. My boss is terrible. My house is just messy. That's just the way it is. Yada, yada, yada. I hear a ton of these excuses and I have many myself. You guys found out last episode, I am expecting. I recently found out I'm in preterm labor again. Uh, This is not the first pregnancy, unfortunately, but it's because I was diagnosed with polyhydramnios again, this pregnancy. So I could literally use that as an excuse to halt on everything in my life because I need to keep my stress low. I need to keep them in at least eight more weeks. And so I could use those excuses. And some days are going to be easier than others. I know this. But today I'm going to be talking about pivoting and scaling back so that these excuses don't completely break and derail you and everything you're building. You don't want to be someone that's all in and then all out. We want a really good balance. And when we're thinking about these excuses, it reminds me of Gary Keller. He's the author of The One Thing, and he refers to what we call the whirlwind. The whirlwind is all the chaos within our lives. It's the laundry, the meals, the practices and games, school, parties, illness, everything that gets in the way of us leading this seemingly perfect life. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, if I didn't have these things, everything would be perfect. We actually, we know that to not be true because as we've added things, it hasn't really changed our trajectory. It's, we have more excuses, but honestly, so many of us self-sabotage and, you know, really scale back and play small. But all of these things that are pulling our lives in different directions and interrupting our flow, our sanity, and ultimately our success, that's our whirlwind. As Hal Elrod says, excuses are easier to justify our behavior and our lack of action. It's hard to take action. It's hard to say, I'm going to show up consistently. It's hard to have the momentum and excitement to continue to show up. We are listening to this still in January, so it's right around New Year's, and it's like, oh, I've got all the momentum. But we know that's fleeting. We know we cannot maintain that consistently. That's just not how we are built. And we have these certain excuses that we lean into because it makes us feel a little bit better about not staying consistent and not keeping that momentum and not keeping that excitement. We all have great reasons on why we make these excuses. And many of them, like I said, are justified. But at the end of the day, we just don't want to face things that we need to face. I mean, it's true. We oftentimes want to just 
put it to bed and not think about it. I can't tell you how many times I don't want to send a certain email or I don't want to make a certain call. And it's like, we just procrastinate and we put it off. And I was telling you guys last episode, it's like, I'm actually for once ahead in my life. Okay, I need to make the kids dentist appointments. That's I'm not ahead on that at this point. <laughs> but overall, I'm ahead on things. And I want the same for you guys. That's going to end up taking some pressure off of you to always be on point. That's going to allow you to scale back when you need to, pivot when you need to, take a day off when you need to. I like to use the term passive parenting when I'm just not feeling good. The other day, the girls, I made sure they weren't going to hurt themselves. And I came in late in bed and took a three-hour nap. (laughs) They came in every once in a while when they'd need something and check on me and talk to me. But I was like, mommy needs this nap. I'm having a lot of contractions right now. It wears you out. And I've been getting woken up at night. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I need a nap. And when you build in that time and when you build in that expectation, you can do it guilt-free. You can not lean into your excuses, but instead looking at it as like, where is my value best spent? Where is my time best spent? Let's talk a little bit about our excuses. I'm going to talk about the main types of excuses, which is time, money, energy, kids, and the fear of failure. And these often lead to misdirected entitlement. Let's dive into each of these, and I'm going to teach you how to move through your excuses in order to become more successful in your daily life and ultimately your way forward. Because the biggest thing I want you guys to take away from this podcast is when you push stop, you can do these things. You can apply them to your life and instantly see success. I want you to see success. Even if you and I don't work together one-on-one, I want you to be able to take this podcast and really apply it to your life and feel successful. So let's dive into these and we're going to move through that misdirected entitlement. That misdirected entitlement is telling us you shouldn't have to do this and you shouldn't have to do that. And I'm not saying do everything that you hate doing, but sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't enjoy. That's adulthood. (laughs) And that's what my daughter was telling me the other day. She's like, is it fun to be an adult? And I was like, well, sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to do. That's just life. And she's like, ooh, I don't want to be an adult. And I said, enjoy being a child. It doesn't last very long. And it's true. It's so hard for us to look at when we're building our life of how we're crafting it to be most impactful for us. And oftentimes, so many of us get caught in this loop of monotony and mediocrity. And that's something I don't want you guys to lead. It does not mean that you're living this crazy, lavish lifestyle, right? Traveling, spending all this money. That's not what I mean. What I mean by mediocrity is not stepping up to your full potential, And these excuses are keeping you from your full potential. So we're going to want to move through those. And I love the simple life. Uh, That's what I was reading an article recently. And I was actually reading two articles. I'm going to talk about both of them today. But I was reading an article recently and it was like, oh, don't get caught up in, you know, pushing so hard. Leading a mediocre life is just fine. And that really does not sit well with me. When I was reading this article, I understood what she meant. She didn't mean that everyone is bound to be going and visiting Paris and all these luxurious places and spending a ton of money and being materialistic. I completely agree with living a simple life. Like if you want to be on a farm and having chickens, excellent. That's my ideal lifestyle too. And, but what I want you guys to really 
get from this episode is that your excuses, the things that are holding you back are keeping you from the life that you ultimately desire. I will never tell you what your life should look like. You're the one that's coming and telling me this is what I want my life to look like and you're crafting it. That's your legacy. And I'm really excited to talk to Stephanie next week about legacy because we use this as such a big word, but really it's like what you leave behind. It's what you leave to your children someday. And we want it to be extremely impactful. But those excuses today are keeping you from living that life. So let's dive into it. Your time. How is your excuse a time? We all have the same 1,440 minutes in a day. How are you spending yours? Is it sunrise to sunset that you are just putting out fires? You're always just trying to catch up, always just trying to stay afloat. How could you change the tone of your time in order to be more impactful? You know, I shared something on Instagram the other day. I was like, you set the tone. Every woman, I don't care what your dynamic in your relationship is, but every woman is typically the leader of the household. We're the caregivers. We're the people that make sure everyone gets everything they need. And when we don't utilize that power to set the tone, that's when we become anxious, depressed, overwhelmed, impatient. That's when we find ourselves yelling and screaming at our kids. And don't get me wrong, I was yelling and screaming at my kids this morning because I'm like so tired. So I'm not trying to say that, oh, you're never going to be upset. But really how we set the tone in our life is ultimately how our life for ourselves and our children and our spouse ultimately is led. We set that tone. We're always making sure people are turning and keeping on point, but we're not doing that with ourselves. We're leaving ourselves for dead last. We are putting ourselves at the very last little edge of the day. And you know, when our husband is coming and be like, hey, you want to have some time? And you're like, leave me alone. I'm so touched out. But that's oftentimes because we are not setting the correct tone for our life. Slow it down. Slow it down. You are putting too many expectations on what you think you can achieve. And I'm sorry, I know this is going to make a lot of people mad, but you cannot work full-time, and be a full-time mom. That is just not possible. It is not possible. We do not have enough bandwidth. I don't care how good you are with your time. Something's going to fall. Oftentimes that's our health, but something is going to fall. You have to say, I'm going to put more time in one area than another. And what's that going to look like for you? We all have the same 1,440 minutes in a day. Are you putting it where your values are? Are you putting it where it's most important? Because guess what? If you're not, these excuses are going to begin to break you. You're all of a sudden going to say, oh, I'm just too tired for this. I'm too tired for that. And I get it. You know, not every day is going to be easy. But when you're leading with that value system, it makes it a lot easier on your time. There was another article I was reading and it was like, oh, the messy home. The messy home is just the way it is. You better embrace it when you have kids, yada, yada, yada. My home, I would not allow it to be messy because it sets the tone. And I have done the messy home. I did it several years ago and I was depressed. I was anxious. I was overwhelmed. Matt and I were fighting all the time and it wasn't anything he was doing. It's all that stuff was stressing us out. The minute I did the Kanmari method and I did the kick the clutter, it created a whole different tone and a whole different attitude with 
everyone in our home. Stuff is stressful, guys. And you guys know from last season on Kicking the Clutter, you gotta get rid of the stuff that's holding you back. It's ultimately impeding on your time. It's impeding on your energy. And energy is one of those excuses too. Energy, we're gonna get into that. But stop using these Instagram analogies to say, oh, well, see, everyone else has a messy home too. It's probably not doing you well. It is probably not helping you be the person you need to be. And I'm not saying your home needs to be perfect. I'm just saying, try to rein it in. Give yourself a little bit of restrictions. Put everything back in its home so it's not alone so that you can live more calm and eased. You don't want to be stressed out all the time. What do you think that's going to do for you? What do you think that is going to do for your family? And when Christmas came and Ava and Mia got a lot of toys, Ava even told me, she said, I am so overwhelmed with my room right now, mom. And I said, yeah, let's figure out an organization solution. We'll go through it together. You know, she's sick, so she still needs help. She can't process everything, but they don't like it either. They don't like that feeling. So I've been seeing so many people, oh, it's just the messy house. It's just the way it is. It's like, stop leaning into that excuse, guys. Is my home perfect all the time? No, definitely not. But also I make sure that we do have really good reset systems, that we do the things we need to do so that it gets back into somewhat of order so that we can function better. You want to function and flow. You don't want to be stressed out on on the go, right? Money. Let's talk about money. Money is an excuse for us, right? We know that money is finite, but it's also unlimited as well. You are currently looking at your bank account and saying, this is all that I have. Instead of saying, how can I attain more? I hate that so many MLMs get so much flack because many of them are the reason women are able to stay home and raise their kids because they knew they couldn't do a full-time job and full-time childcare. Like it's just, it's very expensive. And so how can you leverage yourself? How can you leverage your time? Three years ago now, when COVID shut everything down, I was like, okay, how am I going to pivot and make money because one whole source of income was gone. Like in 24 hour period, I did scoping and I was like, okay, what can I do to pivot? And when I started working with women and I found out coaching was right for me and just all the areas that came with that, it made me realize, see, it's not limited. I'm not defined by the scope of what I currently have in my bank account today. I'm defined by the scope of how I apply my energy and how I see my time. If I expect everything I do to make money, it's not how it's necessarily going to work. And that's when a lot of us get into this nine to five, like, well, then at least I'm getting a paycheck. But it's not right for all of us. Don't let your money hold you back. Your excuses and honestly, your stress. Money is a huge stressor, especially now because the way the market is going with inflation, with downturning prices, but increased interest rates. That creates a lot of pressure on our market with rent and mortgages as well. And yeah, it's going to feel very, very stressful. That's why you have to be very intentional with your money. That's why you have to be intentional with your time and make sure that you're living within the confines and then also leveraging yourself. How can you produce more money, either passive or active income? Don't let it hold you back. And sometimes you need to push things off for a period of time, but okay, what can I do in order to get on the right route? Let's talk about your energy. 
your energy is just everything you're showing up for. It could be your nutrition. It could be your home. It could be time with your kids. It could be time with yourself. Are you using your energy level as an excuse? Well, I'm just too tired to work out. Well, you do realize that that's just the sixth cycle of the things we get into, right? I want you guys to apply your energy of what's most important. That's why I had you take the values assessment last season. You have to know what's important to you so that you could make sure that you put your time towards those things first. If everything is important, nothing is. We are never going to be able to get it all done. That's just the way life is. There's always going to be something more we want to do. There's always going to be something more we desire to get done. But we have to make sure we're putting our energy towards the things that are most important. So my question for you is, what's most important to you? When we look at our home, maybe your home being clean isn't important to you, but also having peace and calm is important to you. Well, guess what? A tidy home, having clear counters equals a clear mind. All of that equates to a tidier space. And it doesn't have to be minimalist. It doesn't have to be empty. Just give everything a home. Don't stack up your mail on the counter and let it sit there for 30 days. Don't let your kids just toss their backpacks wherever. Give their backpacks a home and tell them it needs to go here. Don't let your kids just leave their clothes scattered all over the room. Teach them to pick it up. That's teaching accountability for yourself, for the ones you love, because someday you're going to have to send them out on their own and you're going to want to hope that they feel confident and secure enough to be able to maintain their lives as well. It starts in the home. It starts with our energy. And again, we set the tone. So what is your tone? Is your tone calm and peaceful or overwhelmed and chaotic? That's a huge one. Let's take a break real quick with Kim from Sparkle and Shine. Be right back. Fashion, friendship, and great finds. That is what you will find in the Sparkle and Shine community with Kim Bain. Sparkle and Shine is an amazing community and resource to step into your most confident self. Whether you're looking for the right accessories for your outfit or trying to determine what foundation is best for your tone, Kim's unique boutique focuses on giving women the tools to feel beautiful inside and out. See show notes under Sparkle and Shine with Kim Bain to access her free community that helps you become your most confident self. And we are back. So let's dive into kids. Those beautiful little beings that we created that caused nearly all of the chaos in our lives. I felt like my life got more complicated when I started adding little people that needed things. And when we look at kids, it's one of the greatest things we will ever do in our lives. It is so exciting to see these little people that we make and then we raise. But they can be oftentimes excuses for why we don't show up for our health. Why we aren't putting time into certain areas in our life you know, why we don't have very much money. Kids are expensive, right? But are you looking at this in a way that's going to help push you to another level? My kids are six and four, and I'm about ready to have another one. Obviously, he's not going to be a helper, but how can I hold my kids accountable to helping me be the person I want to be too? It's not selfish to say, you know what, guys, you need to watch little brother while I do my workout. My workout is important and my workout's important because if I can't be the mom I need to be, then I'm not going to be the mom that you need me to be. And that's huge. That is so huge. And also, what am I doing? I'm modeling their life in the future for them. I'm not putting myself at the very end. 
I'm not saying, well, I'm just not important enough. If there is a goal you have in your life, if there's a business dream you have and you keep putting it on the back burner, look at it as an opportunity to teach and educate your children how they can live someday. That's huge. Kids can be the biggest driver of your success. My why is my children. And some days it's like, oh my gosh, can you please just have a good night's rest so I can be successful in the day? But that means that we need to make sure that we're putting good systems into place to foster that tone. The tone of your home is very important and the tone of your life is very important for kids too. And that's going to help you break those excuses. Last one is your fear of failure. Let's be honest with ourselves, okay? We often keep ourselves from attaining greatness because we are afraid to fail. So we're going to go ahead and self-sabotage so no one else can let us down. We're going to go ahead and let ourselves down proactively, right? I'm going to go ahead and make sure I don't get there so that no one else can keep me from getting there. And how do we move through this excuse? How do we say, I am bigger than that? Well, I'm going to give you guys three things that we're going to work through, but the fear of failure is real. And it doesn't matter if it's the fear of failure of nutrition and fitness, the fear of failure in business, the fear of failure in motherhood, of marriage. There is so many things that we can worry about. And as moms, we're really good at worrying. How many of us overthink every situation and think of the worst possible scenario is like, okay, now I'm prepared. I know. And while this is actually a good thing for us to be prepared mentally, we often use that as an excuse to say, oh, I won't do this then. I can't do this. How do we become greater than that fear? How do we become greater than all these excuses? We have to act. Now is the time to act. We have to stop overanalyzing. We have to stop overthinking. And we have to stop leading with these excuses. Today, I'm going to challenge you to start by doing three things. Grab a piece of paper, grab a notebook. These are the three things I want you to start implementing in your life. Number one is scaling it back. You don't have to take everything on. Take a piece at a time, build that habit, work on it, and then move on to the next thing. If everything is important, then nothing is. Repeat after me. If everything is important, then nothing is. All of your excuses keep compounding on one another when you take on too much. So when you look at your top five values, where does each goal of yours fit in within those values so that you can scale it back when you need to? This week, we have not been doing as much school because I'm just passively parenting. My husband's been out of town and I'm like, I just don't feel real good. I'm getting to that level of pregnancy and I'm having these issues. So I need to scale it back. We're doing a little bit of school to keep going. She's still learning. I'm not worried about it, but I scaled it back and I'm not feeling guilty about it. I didn't do as much work as I was going to this week because I had to scale it back. I had to listen to my body. When you lead with those value systems and when you realize you are just as deserving, just as worthy, and just as capable of creating and having anything you want in your life, then you can realize what is priority, what is important, what is urgent. But ultimately, importance needs to come before urgency. How many times are we urgently told we need to do something, but it's actually not of a whole lot of importance? You need to scale it back and put the important things first. That's number one. 
Number two, reflect each night and plan each day. I call this the morning prep period. So that's your planning each day. What can I ultimately achieve? Ask yourself, what can I achieve each and every day? You need to create expectations for yourself and then reflecting each night to hold yourself accountable. This will keep you from falling into the loop of unsuccessful habits and of reactive behavior. How many times we're just trying to survive, trying to survive, trying to survive. And I don't want you to live like that. I want you to say, I'm going to thrive. I'm going to make sure I'm putting these things first. I'm going to lead with my power of six. Remember, three large tasks, three small tasks per day. If you're currently really pregnant like me or getting over illness or in postpartum, scale it back to three. If you can't do six, continue to do three things. You can get three things done in a day. And if you have multiple kids, lean into your kids to help. Don't use them as an excuse. Bring them on this journey with you. Teach them accountability. Hold them to certain standards. That's an education. That's teaching them how they are going to live their lives. And that's going to help keep them out of unsuccessful habits as well. Showing them we don't procrastinate around here. We do things. We show up. We don't let our excuses break us and hold us back. And that's ultimately what I want for you guys. So number one and number two, scale it back. Reflect each night and plan each day. I want you to be really religious with this planning each day. What are you going to accomplish? Write your six things down. Just write it down on a notepad. Build it into your day. Where are you going to place it? And check it off. Really quick, let's take our last break from Mom Strong. Be right back. Are you struggling showing up for yourself? My friend, Stephanie Chapman, founder and CEO of MomStrong Mindset, is ready to help you own your inner strength for success. MomStrong offers community support, small group coaching, and even one-on-one sessions that will help you find solutions to overcome your limiting beliefs and to guide you in discovering your purpose. Visit MomStrongMindset.com to book your free discovery call to learn how to create a legacy you're proud of as a mom and beyond. See show notes under MomStrong Mindset for more information. And we are back. So the third and final thing I want you to work on today, I want you to seek support. I want you to find someone to help hold you accountable, someone who wants to see you succeed and helps push you forward. You're not looking for a yes woman. You're not looking for someone to just send something. You want accountability. You want someone to support you on this. And I want to see you guys in a role where you're supported. They say it takes a village. And now more than ever, we don't have that village as women and moms. So we have to kind of facilitate that and create that. Find another mom in your area and you're like, hey, this is what I want to do. Would you like to do this with me? Find someone who's a go-getter that's going to help keep you from letting your excuses break you. We're going to lead with our value systems. Hey, you know what? Come and listen to this episode with me. We're going to take the values test together. We're going to work on our home, our routine, our finances. I have goals and dreams. Can you work on your goals and dreams? And we hold each other accountable. Seek that support. Having an accountability partner is huge. Having a mentor is huge. And if you are struggling, if you are someone who does not have that, that's when the Real Moms Tribe is there for you. That's when you want to invest in yourself to help work through your excuses. That's when you know, okay, I have a place where I can go and work with women and I can make sure I'm hitting X, Y, and Z. And this is what's so beautiful about this community and really seeking a support system is life isn't cookie cutter. 
You're not going to get the same life with anyone you know. It's your crafting your life, your legacy. We have to start by stopping the excuses and saying, I'm going to show up. Here's how I'm going to invest in myself. Here's how I'm going to scale back if I can't do all the things I've desired to do. Maybe it's a no for now. And then I'm going to make sure I am planning and holding myself accountable. And I'm seeking the support when I'm struggling or I'm seeking the support when I want to celebrate successes. So many of us don't celebrate successes. We're just stuck in the loop of monotony. And I want you to push forward. I want you to say, I am capable of these things. I am capable of the life I desire. I am worthy of it. We lead in the Real Moms tribe with our value systems. Every single person I talk to, I'm like, well, what's your value system? What's most important to you? And I want you to do the same. I want you to say, I know what's important to me. And maybe I'm not going to get it all done today. Maybe I'm not even going to get it all done tomorrow. But I'm going to work on it day by day by day. Some days will look different than others. Some days it's surviving. But I'm going to make sure that I go more towards thriving. Remember I talked about last season, we're shooting for 85-15. 85% control, 15% chaos. You got to get your home in order. You got to get your routine in order. And you have to get your finances in order. And that is the stepping stone of not letting your excuses break you. Of saying, okay, now I'm going to pivot. Now I'm going to take myself to the next level. And I'm going to elevate my life. I know what's important to me and nothing is going to stop me. And that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Seek support. Scale it back when you need to and reflect each night and plan each day. I'll say that again. Seek support, scale it back and reflect each night and plan each day. That's how you're going to be truly successful. It's that easy, but you have to start. You have to take action. Nothing is just going to be handed to you. Take action in your life. Next episode, we're going to be chatting about legacy with Stephanie Chapman, founder of MomStrong. I cannot wait to have her share her insights with you guys. Until next time, I'm your host, Lisa Autry, and this is The Real Moms Playbook. Thank you for joining me for The Real Moms Playbook, which has been made possible by our amazing sponsors. Make sure you check the show notes for links and access to the amazing resources. You can find me at thedaughterdiary.com and on Instagram at thedaughterdiaries. See you next time. I'm Lisa Autry.